This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, I loved that as a kid. We talk about the mysteries behind our favorite things with the co-host of the podcast, Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, Austin Taylor. Welcome, Austin! (laughs) Hi, hi, hi. (laughs) Lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. So excited. Thank you for coming. Listen, everybody, in case you do not know, uh, Austin is an award-winning game narrative writer, designer, performer, and, as I've already mentioned, co-host of the Max Fun podcast, the Nerd History podcast, Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. And before we get in, I I only have one mystery that I need immediately answered, and that (laughs) is who lives in your house? Oh, okay. I was like, You're all like, right, oh, on the spot. Let's see if I let's see what I got off the dome. Let's see what you know. Uh, <laughs> no, that one's easy. Uh, there's me. I have yep. a partner. We have two cats and a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a kiddo that I don't yeah. talk about much. Sure. Uh, so some people listen to me like, a kiddo. I have a kiddo. That's yeah. probably all you'll hear for now. I try. <laughs> I'm waiting until they're old enough to tell me what they want people to know. So... That, that is that's fair. what that's the most you get. <laughs> yeah, no, kiddo, I think, is a perfect description uh, of you know uh, kiddos. In fact, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like I like to refer to them as the kid, and then oh, the yeah. old one. There's the old one, the young one. Mm. There's that one. Mm-hmm. There's this one. There's the loud one. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's the one that's really tall and keeps taking all my clothes. Uh, there's like so I see there are so many do they, ways. Do they listen to this and then they go oh, like God. and they're like well, which wait when you say loud one which one's lo- which <laughs> they know they know <laughs> guess who I love more everybody <laughs> um, anyway uh, yo yeah I hope I swear I am crossing my fingers Austin that their only takeaway is that I love them very much <laughs> and to ignore everything else uh, that I've been in therapy for okay <laughs> um, all right Secret histories of nerd mysteries. Yes, it is a mouthful. I'm so sorry. It's a mouthful. No, it's the best. I love it. It rolls off my tongue. Let's try it again. Secret histories of nerd mysteries. Oh, I just wow. want to like better than us. You should hear our intro sometimes where we're like, secret mystery. Nope. Yep. That's why I get that's why I get paid the big bucks, Austin. It's um, true. It's true. Yeah, podcast know. money. Uh, secret histories of nerd mysteries. Look at that. Secret histories of nerd mysteries. Guys, yeah, there'll nice. be some bonus. A recording of me just saying <laughs> secret histories of nerd mysteries. Uh, talk to me about how you guys started. Well, not how you started. I know how. Mm-hmm. I mean, how things mm-hmm. get started. But why mm-hmm. and what drew you to to this particular, you know, sort of scheme for a podcast? So it's there's there's like two parts to this origin story. The first yeah. part is one day me and my co-host Brenda mm-hmm. um we were hanging out at a bar as you do when you're in your 20s yes uh and it's there's a bar in in town where we're, we're both locals at that has like 
uh arcade cabinets all through it because it's like you know it's it was it was for like a 20 something millennial yes like 10 years ago so there's like arcade cabinets and it plays like old cartoons you know it, the things that drew yes. us in we're like oh we feel like we're a kid again um <laughs> and so we're standing there waiting for a table uh it was like a friend's going away party like waiting to get a table for the group and we're playing i'm playing on the teenage Mutant Eternals cabinet yeah and Brenda's saying, and just like watching it, I'm like, do you want to hear a bunch of Ninja Turtle facts while I completely <laughs> fail? Like, because the Ninja Turtles game's a quarter eater. So, like, I'm not really doing anything. I'm just essentially yeah. sp- spinning my wheels, wasting money. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's no getting Dragon's my Lair. All right. No, no. This game, <laughs> this game was designed to eat your quarters. Like, right. it gets increasingly hard and it's impossible to beat. So, I'm essentially doing that yes. and then just start spouting off Ninja Turtles facts. Um, a few weeks late, about two months later, Brenda has a going away thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at this, we're talking and Brenda does something similar where they're just like, you're like, uh, like, I just know a lot about Chuck E. Cheese. And I was like, sure. I also know a lot <laughs> I just, about Chuck E. Cheese. I just know a lot about Chuck E. Cheese. Where's that t-shirt? That's your t-shirt, my friend. <laughs> that is your Max Fun t-shirt. I just know I just a know lot about little. Chuck E. Cheese. I'll write that, write that yeah, down. Yeah, somebody write say that down. I know you're going to need something for the drive. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but it was, so there was those two things. And then in that, in that span of time, we had, I didn't realize this at first. We both were like, I had started listening to Nerd of Hissent, uh with Danny Fernandez and uh, Ify Wadaway, who's mm-hmm. on other Max Fun yes. shows. Um, and I was like, really getting into the idea of doing podcasts and i kind of had the idea before and i just like pit i i don't know if i said it or brenda said it one of us said first like we could do a show where we do this yeah we're like that would be cool we should do that one day (laughs) um and then we all got locked in our house for a year and a half (laughs) yeah 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 that was fun that was a great opportunity to nerd out about some stuff yeah it was (laughs) uh Something. Right before we got locked in our house, Brenda came to visit me because she was she moved out of town and she came to visit and stayed over at my at my place. And we we're like, let's do this for real. And we like made a plan. We came up with a name. We were like, yeah, this will be really good. You know, like Brenda's going to work on some graphics because also a graphic designer. Um, and it'll like this will be really cool. This is like we're going to like hit we're going to hit the ground running when we feel ready. And then we all got locked in our house and yep. it was like. Let's just do it. Like, what else are we going to do? Um, in our first episode, we had a whole plan. I don't remember what we were going to talk about. Because what happened instead is I was looking at the news. And there was recent news about Chuck E. Cheese. Because they had just had their second bankruptcy cleared. Where they got another chapter chapter 11. Yeah. bankruptcy approved where which is essentially bankruptcy where you get to declare bankruptcy but not go broke you're like i'm too right. big of an economic provider to just like stop existing and the u.s <laughs> I'm government Chuck e. cheese god yeah, damn it I'm, I'm charles entertainment <laughs> cheese i cannot yeah think think of the children yes uh and the u.s government approved again yeah. And we were just talking about like how crazy that was. And Brenda was like, do you want to just talk about Chuck E. Cheese? And we're like, sure. So we yeah. just, our very first episode yeah. <laughs> that we did pre-Max Fun, pre-anything, was completely off the dome. And that, you know, yeah. the, That's the history. rest is history. The rest is I history. Say. 
The rest is history. Did you? Okay, just quick side uh, trip on the Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I grew up, I'm old. I grew up uh, with showbiz pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was a showbiz pizza kid. And uh, the taking my kids to Chuck E. Cheese uh, for the first time, I was like, wow, there is a lot of light on in here. This is not <laughs> like the sinister pool hall that was my showbiz yeah, pizza. Yeah, it was like showbiz piece that was like, that was people, joke, people joke about Chuck E. Cheese being cake casino. And I'm like, showbiz pizza no. was like Vegas. Oh, it was like the bad side of Vegas for kids. So good. Yeah, it was old Vegas. It was like, you know, <laughs> two story, two story it Vegas was, as opposed to was, the like, it was not shiny. Not Off shiny, exciting trip. Vegas. That's right. It just was like, here's Layer your of cigarette smoke. Cup. Yeah, you're smoking in there. You're definitely smoking. No one was tagging you to identify you if you left with the right person. Like, it was just sheer, beautiful chaos. All right, um, kid, you got some quarters from your parents? Go play the machine. <laughs> yeah, your parents are having this giant gallon of beer and shitty pizza. <laughs> uh, all right, so I... You know, in looking at the show and the work you guys have done, you know, the nerd histories do seem to focus on childhood loves Mm -hmm. or they lean heavy into it, whether they be your childhood, you know, things that you connected with versus general Mm -hmm. childhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, why why do you think that is? Why do you think those things are they stay with us like they do? Well, I think it's interesting because it's like well, the thing that I love about the show that I love doing is these these things from childhood like are so f- they're formative foundational building blocks to people. Yeah. Right? Like even the most like I never watch TV, never watch movies kind of person has like something from their childhood, probably attached to pop culture in some way, be it was like a toy or the one movie they did watch or like a song they listened to that has like a whole story tied to it. And I think it's fascinating to think like, think about how different one person could be if like that thing didn't exist. Um, And I also find it interesting because it's just like when you're a kid, like the thing is just cool, you know, like it's just fun and it's just cool and then you grow up and you look into it and you're like, what do you mean none of the Power Rangers got paid? Uh, what do you mean they were like living out of their cars? Like, what do That's you? That's interesting. Like, I wouldn't have even. I would have been like, what do you mean? Like, again, some of the things that I enjoyed, and I was raised on television, my friend. Oh. I was latchkey kid. Oh yeah, Same raised here. on it. Um, so it all influenced who I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. You know, to think about, like, when I rewatch things with my kids, mm-hmm. now there's plenty of, like, obvious opportunities to talk about, you know, uh, social justice issues, things yeah. that, like, you definitely, or just flat out meanness. I remember going in preschool, uh, not me in preschool, my oldest is in preschool, it's Halloween, talking mm-hmm. to some parents, and I'm like, we're watching you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, Charlie Brown yeah. Halloween, the Great Pumpkin. And 
this other mom who I love and is still one of my best friends was like, we're not showing that to our child. And I was like, <laughs> what? Why? And they're like, it's really mean. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then we watched it, you know, and it's like, that letter couldn't have been for you, Charlie Brown. There were two mm-hmm. lists. That invitation, mm-hmm. there was the list of who would be invited and who wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they were. They might as well have just kicked Charlie Brown in the nuts over and yeah. over again. They, Charlie Brown uh, oh, yeah. he's, has horrible friends. He has horrible <laughs> friends. Well, but they may be the only show about kids that accurately show how kids are as yeah. opposed to my children growing up with all of these like well-developed, you know, uh, TV shows with five-year-olds that can talk to each other. And I'm like, they are so disappointed when they go out in the world and they're like, I feel this way. And like another kid's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Yeah. You stink. Anyway. Uh, so like there are, like those are the obvious ones to me because I've run yeah. into them, right? Oh, but yeah. I I have not ever delved much deeper, though I am married to a deep delver, as it mm-hmm. were. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, we we learn a lot of stuff. Just, you know, enjoy going to a theme park with my husband. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So what are some of the mysteries that you have been like surprised about that you were like what because i mean i know when you start a podcast mm-hmm. you got like a little list of yeah. like the ones you know you're gonna do you're like yeah. we're doing this i already know all oh, the yeah. answers and then you start to roll into the ones you don't actually know mm-hmm. so uh yeah i think some of those more shocking ones have been ones where i knew where i knew some stuff but not all the stuff so i mentioned power rangers uh yeah. power rangers was very shocking in terms of like you think about like it was the 90s mm-hmm. and I make a lot of the cast were like were teens or young adults like had just recently turned 18 and they're on t- they're on TV and they're like in the media. And you just think like you think like, oh, like this, this was like huge for them. They had this huge break. Yeah. A lot of them were able to find like a lot of work outside of that um, afterwards. <laughs> but it's like but you're like, you know, at the same time, like they're fine. You know, like yeah. that, that was a the world, the entire world was watching. But then it's like. Uh, it wasn't a union set. Oh, they didn't get paid union rights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyway. And they weren't paid union rate. They were, and they didn't get residuals. They also didn't own their likeness from the show. So for most of them, they got around 100 to 200 bucks a week. And that covered all the filming for the week. Any appearances. Every That was like it. That's like what they got. Period. <laughs> And they still to do the appearances. They did the filming and they were filming like. Oh, a lot. They were banging out episodes. They're filming like five, six, seven episodes a week. Oh my uh, God. And it's like, they're like kids. Like they're not like 30, 40 year old actors. They're like, I think the yeah. oldest people on set were like maybe just shy of like 19. Like they're like kids. This is like their, yeah. this is their like first gig. Yeah. And it's, it's like, not, a, you know, uh, Facts of life where everybody no. was like 45. No. <laughs> or at least that's and what then, my mother told me. <laughs> and then <laughs> when they asked to get paid fairly, they were fired. Like a lot of the times when Rangers were cycled out yeah. in the older shows, it was because they got too uppity about pay and they got kicked out. They got uppity. They wanted fair pay. Yeah. They wanted like fair pay. How and dare it was like, they? Oh, we can just replace you. You can go. <laughs> All right. So here's a mystery question then. So I know... I I was I wasn't a Power Ranger person. 
slightly okay. out of my uh, generation. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was scrolling YouTube for new trailers, mm -hmm. as I like to do. Mm -hmm. And there's this new uh, Power Rangers like movie show, whatever that was coming out on Netflix. I think last mm -hmm. year. And oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, did they make that just to get all their money back? Because it's all <laughs> the original people. Like there's that like rich lady, and like I'm like, yeah. oh, I hope that they like Taylor Swifted this, and they're like, we're gonna come back in, but we own all the rights to it, right? Like it, it was a really cool production. That's the um, like re it's like the special reunion for that yeah. cast. Uh most of them are there. The people who aren't there are like Jason David Frank, who passed away. Mm -hmm. um, Amy Jo Johnson is in there by choice, it seemed. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I just forgot her name. It just left my name. But the actress who played Trini wasn't there because she also unfortunately passed away. Mm. Um, and so it's everyone there who could be there. And it's a really, it's a really, uh, heartwarming story as well because it's it kind of is like what it felt like because david yost the blue ranger billy yeah um was a, one of the big creative drives behind it um it really felt like that cast trying to say goodbye because when they actually trying to pass away she passed away a long long time ago it was uh early 2000s um and so she never got to see this sort of revival um because a lot of them have found ways to get back on the show yeah. and hopefully get more money <laughs> i mean you don't fool me once <laughs> yeah a lot of them um, you know they're fan favorites they're like they're yeah. the ones who brought this franchise to america oh yeah i didn't um, even watch it and i was excited looking at the trailer i was like yeah oh! <laughs> it was it was it's a, it was like really cool um but it kind of circles around the rangers trying to save that character, even though she doesn't appear in the show, the mm. movie is saving that character's daughter. Oh, um, and it's it's like really it's like very touching because you know I think about like how impactful that the Power Rangers were to just like American media, mm. um, and what a shame it is that the production company behind it swindled those kids out of a lot of money. I mean, it, like. Easily millions of dollars that they just won't, they won't, they like, there's no way for them to ever get. Like, it's not even like, you know, they didn't get paid what they, they didn't get paid what they should have, but it also was on well, their yeah. contract to get paid. Yeah. I, well, now I'm like, now I need you to deep delve into Kids Incorporated. I mean, like, oh, even, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm testing my age limit and how nerdy you are. I'm like, <laughs> we're Kids Incorporated. K I, I D S. Yeah, go ahead. I, like, know of that. I don't know um, much about it besides that it exists. Um, it was just where I, like, you know, uh, pre-pubertied out, like, oh, he's so dreamy. Oh, I want to be like her. Oh, why can't I start? You know, I was pretty much convinced that that would be my life. Um, and I had a mother that was like, sure, baby. And I... <laughs> I mean, I thought I was going to go up and be a Power Ranger, so, you know, yeah, we all have no, dreams. It's all good. So, in the past, we've talked on the show about, mm -hmm. you know, these sort of touchstones in our childhood. And then mm -hmm. kids get in your house mm -hmm. and you're, like, so excited to share the things. And mm -hmm. we've, like, there are a few lessons we've learned, like, don't show stuff too early. Or oh, that's yeah. that's ruined uh, yeah. forever. Mm -hmm. uh, and 
the the worst lesson has been when you've done it all correctly and they still hate it and and it's crushing it's Mm -hmm. crushing for some of us and i remember like Stefan and I, the kids were into some show. I have no idea what show. I can't even remember. But I was like, we were like, this is garbage. <laughs> and uh, like, this is literally a garbage show. And But they loved it. And I remember being like, okay, we have to like back it up because it's not for us. It's not for us. You know, like I'm sitting here at my teen's desk and I am looking at all these naked sunny angel baby things that people <laughs> collect like wild. And I think, okay, when they're my age, they're gonna be like, oh, my sunny angels. When all I see is weird naked babies with like <laughs> things on their heads. And I yeah. hate them. I hate yeah. them. I hate them. Just Austin, I hate them. Cover the shame. Anyway, uh, raised Southern and Catholic. Cover that shame, my friend. Um, how you've got a kiddo in your house. Like, were there moments of like, I can't wait till they are old enough to see? Or, um, yeah, have you, because this is what you talk about. Yeah. Have you had moments of, oh, eh, maybe they won't like that. I've thought about it. They are not... We've not made it to showing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still in the non-stuff showing. Yeah, we watch. We've made it. We recently introduced Bluey as like the very first thing to even like watching TV. Sure. Uh, We just like just started watching TV. Um, I did have them when I started walking. I did the I did like a Pokemon thing where I put out Ah, like I put out a bunch of my Pokemon plushies, and I was like. Go pick one. Um, and I did. And they're still carrying around. So I'm like, yeah, got them. Okay, right, okay, good, okay, good. okay. Locked in. <laughs> Locked into that franchise. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, good. So in like two more years when you can handle something with like action. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like it's still at the point sometimes where even uh, the things we watch are bluey and then like videos of garbage trucks. Oh, can I make a recommendation if your hmm. child is into videos of garbage trucks? And I I know that this has now become part of my memories of having kids in my house. Mm-hmm. And that is Mighty Machines. Okay. Not only is the theme song amazing, Mighty Machines, doing Mighty Machines. And they, they are just, it is literally, everybody knows this because we've already talked about it on the show a thousand years ago. But like... <laughs> It's, you know, you're at a dig site, you're at a garbage dump, whatever. It doesn't matter, but all mm-hmm. of them have voices, but it's real oh. life. And it's mm. like, hey, so today I got to haul this garbage all the way over here. <laughs> and it's like, it is the greatest delight ever. Because I do think as parents, and I know you're, you are beginning this journey mm-hmm. of you got to find stuff. There's going to be plenty of garbage. That you have zero interest in watching mm-hmm. and you will use that time to have a coffee or like, I don't know, go to the bathroom. Um, so you're going to find yourself, uh, again, being in situations where your kid is watching something garbage and you can just, it's okay. It's not going to ruin them. Just giving you that perspective in life. Uh, but there will be things that you love. that Because I'm, I'm a kid... I am a, not a kid. I am an adult who is a 12 year old and I watch 
like throughout my 20 i watched like arthur like you know when i was like high college oh, yeah. for a long time like, i <laughs> loved that i was like and i say hey and like i'm mm-hmm. a huge cartoon nerd we watch all the stuff and uh, there I, I we were very lucky that when the first was born uh there was like a reburgeoning uh, like a golden age on mm-hmm. PBS Kids. And, oh, yeah. Oh, hello, dog! A dog just came in the room. Everybody, I'm very excited. A dog has entered the room. It must be her nap time. Oh, it's nap time. It's my nap time, Opal, too. where'd you go? She disappeared. Oh, she, was she, she a down. ghost? No, she, 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 went, she went to go <laughs> lay down. She's you, like, I'm, anyone, I'm done. Anyone here listens to my show knows Opal sleeps in my office. Oh, yeah, so. no, it's great. That <laughs> was Opal. <laughs> That was the name of my first car. Anyway, um, so what are you most excited mm-hmm. about showing the kiddo or getting or hoping that the kiddo gets into? Most excited. Yeah, that you're like, I. Yeah. It's probably a tie. Mm. Between Sailor Moon. Mm. And Steven okay. Universe. Oh, Steven Universe is the greatest show. Yeah, it's so it's like it's, one of those things like Yeah, it's magic. When I was watching it through like college mm-hmm. and like college, grad school, post grad. Um like <laughs> when I was like watch like, you know, going through the shows, when yeah. I was like watching and I knew at the time I was like, I want to be a parent eventually, is one of those things like this is good, but I also can't wait to show this to my kid for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. My children still like they, I discovered it through them. Right. And oh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which was also an epic experience of getting like gravity falls is another one that we just cannot mm-hmm. stop watching. But uh, Steven universe is such a true joy. Mm-hmm out in the world. I mean, we could really just go back and forth on TV shows that <laughs> we need to be watching if you haven't been watching it yet. If you haven't been watching Gravity Falls, it's an old show now, but it's the best. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. Um, I know that for, you know, you mentioned earlier, there mm-hmm. are experiences that people have in connection with shows or games or experiences from childhood that sort of defines them. And as a person who, you know, with a lot of comedy friends and did sketch comedy for a long time, just all the, all the people in my life who I love very much, I discovered there was a question I could ask them Mm -hmm. that defined who they were a little bit. And it was either your first Mel Brooks film and okay. it was either, because of my generation, it was either Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein. Okay. What was your first? And I was a Young Frankenstein mm-hmm. person. And it's really fun to find out whose was what, because it really sort of leans in a little bit to uh, like your comedy appreciation, like what you like. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just got to show all the kids. Young Frankenstein was one of those ones that we watched with the family and my mom and I would do like walk this way. We would do all the jokes Mm. and still do them. It was like such a part. And she passed away earlier this year and we were taking the youngest who's 
just turned 10 through the classic horror movies, right? The original mm -hmm. Frankenstein, the original Dracula, the original Mummy. And he loved them. He was like way into them. They were so mm -hmm. fun. And then I showed them Young Frankenstein. <laughs> and I had nailed it. I had nailed the timing. <laughs> I nailed when they should watch it. Nice. Everybody was dying. Nice. It has immediately folded into our like dialogue as a family nice and it is like so to me that's like one of those like wins when it comes to like everything lining up mm -hmm. all right last question mm -hmm. what is a mystery that you are excited to look into that you have not looked into yet that you're like god mm -hmm. i really want to do that I was, I'm also the one that I'm go, that that's have gonna, to come up with these. That, yeah, no, I was I was gonna say the one that's like about to happen, uh, but I did it already. Um, so stay tuned. I don't know when this. I don't know when we release in conjunction with each other. Maybe it's out now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who knows release windows anymore? Um, I think one that I am very interested in that. I haven't looked into yet, but I want to. It has to deal with like the pop. It's like, how do I say this? It's when I haven't figured out how to like look into it because I don't mm. know the words for it. Um, But the slow rise in like rom-coms. Oh, okay. What do you mean Be slow rise? Because I understand the language because like the evolution of the rom-com. Right. Like, like it feels like they came from nowhere, right? Like it feels like they came <laughs> out of ether. And I know that can't be true. No. I'm sure there's like a long history of them. Yes. But, but the modern day rom-com feels like it just kind of like poofed. Wait, like a movie or TV show? Movies. Okay. You'll find it. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I'll find I can it. think of like a million off the top of my head from like, you know, the 50s and the 40s that like right. we grew up, you know, watching when we had mm -hmm. an extra channel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that's like, is a mystery? It is. It's, it is to me. And maybe I'll yeah. look into it and it's like, it won't be enough for a show, but it's like the evolution of media is interesting because I feel like mm -hmm. it happens in a similar exponential way that technology keeps increasing where it's like, it feels yeah. like overnight all of a sudden there's like this new formula that everyone was doing that they clearly got from something. But for modern day viewers, it's like this formula just existed and it came from somewhere, but where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. That's I, I look forward to hearing what you yeah. find out. Is there a favorite rom-com that you, do you like rom-coms? I'm not, I, a, not a I'm big a, fan. I'm not a huge <laughs> rom-com fan, except for Christmas movies. Oh, uh, are you a, are you like yeah. a Hallmark Christmas? I have a blanket that literally says, this is my Hallmark Christmas blanket. Yeah. Uh, we should is... play the game. We're going to play a game. Ready? Okay. And it's like, we're just going to fill it. This is Stefan and I do this. My husband and I do this like while we're waiting in line. Okay. All right, you give me, here's the character, overworked female mm -hmm. producer, right? She, mm -hmm. she creates television, mm -hmm. okay? And it's the holidays. She has no time for the holidays. She has <laughs> no time 
for like the spirit of Christmas long ago that was squashed out on her rise to power. <laughs> uh, so now put her in a situation. She has to go back to her great uncle's. Oh, so good. Uh, not farm. It's her great uncle's like printing company. Like there's like a, it's like, but they do like old school printing presses. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those. It's like a twist because yeah. like she's yeah. a she's like rise to fame and she was actually out east. She's like out in New York. Yeah. So you think course. perfect for Christmas and the old school like printing press company is out west oh. and it's so it's like very not Christmas and she's thinking you know like she's going out west. People are gonna be so like you know cultured and it's in this weird small <laughs> town in like northern <laughs> California that's like. <laughs> Doesn't indicate culture. <laughs> Doesn't indicate. They're like, they're super artsy. Yeah. Um, and she thinks it's like a misprint on her ticket, but the town's called Christmas Town. Oh. Uh, and yes. it's, it's, and it's very literal. Yeah. Um, like it is like a Christmas. I know I'm in Michigan and we have a place called Frankenmuth. That's like Christmas 365. It's like yeah. that. Oh yeah. Uh, and wait, I'm just going to add in. I'm going to add in. There is a handsome young man who currently is helping the father's printing press yes. or the grandfather's, whoever's it was, yeah. the family printing press, trying to help keep it afloat. Yeah. They don't agree because no. she's there to, what is she there to close it down? She, yeah, she's think? there to, she's there because there's a, you know, her, it's her great uncle. Uh, yeah, everyone, yeah, all uncle. the, she's now the eldest in the family. Everyone else like the, yep. getting passed down, passed down. Uh, and she had the, she's had the rights to it for like, a few years and she's just yeah. like kind of let it do its thing. It's been running net neutral. Who cares? Yeah. But there's a collector who's willing to buy because it's like an old school printing press. Oh, and yeah, the collector, buy it. the collector wants Big it. They're gonna money. put it put it in museum. She's like, oh, they're gonna put it in museum. It's so it'll yeah. it's you no know, huge pay cut. Like yeah. sounds great. So she's going to go, you know, <laughs> help them take it apart, box it up properly, yeah. and ship yep. it back to this collector, like down in Texas or something. Right. Uh, but she's about to learn that community uh, is built around the impact that this printing press company still has. She is about to be like Hallmark explained how, <laughs> <laughs> how emotions work and how she should never have put her career ahead of her femininity or her family. She never, she actually oh, yeah, never or her family. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, exactly. She, yeah. She, she learns it all. She learns it yeah. all. Um, I, suddenly she wants kids. <laughs> suddenly she's married. She wants kids. She yeah. leaves her career behind. Yeah, she does. Uh, Screw the she, career. <laughs> she starts working at the printing press company to do like yeah. the one year later. And like, she's there yeah. and everyone's happy. Can she, say, can she say, I only have one thing I want to produce now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then That's it's like the line. Flipping. It's question mark right at the end and it goes to black. Oh, Austin, that was fun. <laughs> we should just do that more often. I smell a I, Max Fun Drive bonus show. Let's just come listen, up with Hallmark I, movies. I have a very detailed way I watch <laughs> Christmas movies in that genre uh, where I rank them. Um, I love I watch a I watch a Christmas movie every day in December. It's quite a bit. But it is, I find it to be very fun. And it's, it's really cool because you find stuff that, like, there's stuff, like, Netflix has started replicating the, the genre. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have. Um, 
but the thing I've been finding is like a lot of the new ones are like good, not just like Hallmark good. I don't know. They're like <laughs> not Hallmark good. good. This is- <laughs> they're, they're like good. Um, but they still follow the same formula, and I think that's the okay. kind of thing that I'm talking about with the rom com thing. It's like it's so interesting that like they're finding a new way to make two plus two equal four is what it feels like. The same things happen. It's still like. There's like a clearly a couple in the opening. Clearly they're going to get together. Oh, here's the fallout. Oh, they get together. Oh, it's snowing. Oh, it's like it's still this is all still happens. Yeah, it still snows in Florida. Okay, this is your (laughs) see. Screw rom-coms, Austin. You need to delve into the mystery of the Hallmark specific rom-com. Right. Like that. That's your specific niche. To that, I also now I just mm-hmm. want to like watch Hallmark movies with you. It's great. Um, there's yeah. there's some I watched. There's one... five hundred and thirty two of them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I watched one on uh, Netflix the other day called The Holiday Calendar. It was good. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I'm torn. I'm torn. I won't even watch Titanic. It's too romantic. Oh, I'm like, okay. Ugh. Ugh. Well, there's favorite. if you don't want a romantic one. Uh, actor rapper Ludacris was in one this year called Dashing I, Through the Snow. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to be watching that. I am. That is on my list. To that, watch. I was, do like. It was good. I, yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of. Uh, but, though their billboard marketing has left us like, what is this movie about? And of course, <laughs> because the the billboard really just suggests that everybody's not sure why they're in the same room together. Like that's yeah. what everybody's faces look like. But my husband was thrilled because I'd watched the trailer already. And broke it down. Somebody doesn't understand Christmas. Like, I'm still a fan of the... It's it's the same model. Same model. Same model. Just... Someone hates Christmas. Somebody hates it. Someone loves Christmas. (laughs) Uh, And by the end, everybody loves Christmas. Everybody loves Christmas. Uh, and it's snowing. Yeah. Oh my God. In Atlanta, Every, Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. In Atlanta, we get it. Like in hell. That's it. It's like it's snowing <laughs> literally in hell. Merry Christmas. Um, oh my God. I love it. Austin, I have enjoyed talking with you. And I encourage everyone to go out. Uh, guys, we're all trapped inside for the holidays. It's the holidays. We all have to hide in the bathroom. This is a good time to find a new podcast if you have not found one already to like sneak away and listen to uh, to avoid family situations and holiday anxiety. So I highly, highly recommend Secret History of Nerd Mysteries. Look at that. I said it again. Listen, you put one find me. Put one earbud in. <laughs> yep. You listen That's to right. it. You you also you also leave a bunch of fun facts to talk about the party. Some people are like, "Oh, what do you oh, what yeah. do you do? How was school?" You can go instead of talking about that. You can yeah. just start talking about whatever you learned on the show. That's right. You're like, let me tell you about Neopets, guys. Yeah. When they're yeah. like, "Oh, what are you what are you gonna do for work? You've been out of work for a while. You can just swing <laughs> shopping. Just that easy." <laughs> did you Did you know that the Power Rangers weren't paid shit? Yeah. But yeah, you can you can distract very redirect. This is, these are redirection tools. When are you going to bring someone around the house? You know yeah. what? I was listening to this podcast <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I, Did you sorry, know Chuck E. The- Cheese is an orphan and that's why he loves birthdays? <laughs> 
See, it's like the opposite advice from this show, which is just say that your stomach doesn't feel good and go hide <laughs> in the bathroom, right? Or if you've got a kid with you, be like, their stomach doesn't feel good. I've got to go. I've got to go breastfeed. They're 13. I have to go breastfeed. No one questions it. I got no one questions. I mean, they'll judge, but they won't question. They won't stop you. (laughs) They'll talk about when you leave. They'll talk shit about you forever because they're. But that was going to happen no matter what. So just leave. Uh, They're sick. I have to go. That's it. Um, Listen. uh, Oh, the. Oh, I will say one of the favorite things to use the kiddo for. They got it's bedtime. We gotta we gotta get going. We gotta go. It's four o'clock. That's they're so sleepy. (laughs) Yeah, if they don't go to sleep at five, they're not sleeping all night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which by the way was true in this house uh austin it has been a pleasure we'll link everybody up to where you can find out more about the secret history of nerd mysteries and austin but stick around because austin's gonna stick around as well and join us for genius and fails <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bombas. When you give Bombas this holiday, you're giving more. More comfort because their socks, underwear, t-shirts, and slippers are made with such absurdly soft materials. And my favorite, more good. Because for every item you purchase, they donate another to someone who needs it. It is why Bombas is one of my absolutely Favorite stocking stuffers. Go to bombas.com slash badmother and use code badmother for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash badmother and use code badmother at checkout. If you're black, you probably love you some Paramore, huh? Or what about the TV show Golden Girls? Ginger Ale? Daytime television? Don't lie. I know you love at least one of them. I'm Sequoia Holmes, pop culturist and host of Black People Love Paramore. Contrary to the title, it is not a podcast about the band Paramore. Each episode, I, along with the special guest co-host, dissect one pop culture topic that mainstream media doesn't necessarily associate with Black people, but we know we like. Tune in every other Thursday to the podcast that's dedicated to helping Black people feel more seen. Black People Love Paramore is now on the Maximum Fun Network. Check out the most recent episode featuring Char Jassel today. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. We're back! Genius fail time. Austin, I will go first. I like to set the bar <laughs> as low as I possibly can. And this is actually slightly appropriate uh, because of all the things we've talked about. Um, Ninjago is back in our house. I got to tell you, I'm a okay. big fan of the Ninjago show. And it was something that uh, Ellis and I watched a lot of and then somewhere along the line two years ago mm-hmm. clearly some kid said something negative about it mm-hmm. i don't know if it was that it was for babies mm-hmm. which i don't understand because it was definitely not for babies i don't know they said some sort of bullshit mm-hmm. about ninjago suddenly mm-hmm. ellis did not want to even mention that it existed mm-hmm. uh which sucked i have spent two years mm-hmm. chipping away at like this 
this pre Ellis can get very rigid. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey, listen, listen, it's, it's, I love this show. Will mm-hmm. you watch it for me? Will you watch mm-hmm. it with me? Um, we're back. Not only are we back, <laughs> like with all the new episodes, we're going back and rewatching all the old episodes, which is a delight. Jay is my favorite. I'm a big Jay, though. If I had mm-hmm. to like only pick one, it would be Dareth, the brown ninja. <laughs> who I adore. Anyway, we're rewatching. It's opened up all the Ninjago Legos to play with again, which is great because we'd mm-hmm. run out of Star Wars sets. Uh, so, you know, I just, it's been a joy and I mm-hmm. feel like a genius that Ellis feels proud about watching it. Nice. And I get to watch it again. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You mom are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. What sort of genius do you uh, need a high five so for today? The kiddo had, is not old enough to eat chocolate yet. Um, oh. Or we've decided we're not interested we've in chocolate decided, yet. Yeah. We don't need that fight. So it's a... <laughs> Like it's a, you know, the, the doctor's like, you can if you want, but I don't recommend it because it will just become a fight. Yeah. Uh, and so we're <laughs> we're avoiding it, hopefully until preschool next year, when sure. inevitably someone brings in chocolate and we don't know about it. And yeah. It's like, well, here we are. Um, right. But my partner loves chocolate and was and I bought like a bag of like the nice lint, linden oh. chocolate, like, yes, uh, like chocolate balls. Uh, oh, yeah. And they're enticing because it's shiny and it's pretty. And they were like sitting out and the child saw it and like wanted what was in the bag. Yeah. And it became like a big thing anytime they saw the bag in the cabinet. Uh, We're a tall family. My child can reach the cabinet with the (laughs) stick stool. Uh, Like everyone can reach everything. We're tall. Yeah. My child is three and a half feet tall already. (laughs) And we're not in preschool yet. Yeah, you're in trouble. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so... I had like they kept asking and we're like, what are we gonna do? And so I was like, I have an idea. We emptied the bag yes. of chocolates. The chocolates are now in an undisclosed location. <laughs> and the bag is now full of the that's it fruit bars that we are allowed to have as snacks. <laughs> so they're like, I want this. I'm like, oh, okay, bud. And I take it out and I open it and they look in and they look at me and they look in, and they look at me, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Do you want one? No. And then they leave. <laughs> It's just full of like prunes. It's full of like apples, right? Yeah, like, I was it's like, like here, here you go. and like they like those snacks, but like that's yeah. not the bag those snacks should be in. So they they expected something yeah. else. So like we're that's made it out genius. Clean. That is genius, and it's going to be so fucked up a couple of years down the road. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. They're going to be like, I don't understand. I love it. You are genius. Hi, Biz. I'm calling with a genius. Unfortunately, my six-year-old was diagnosed with an ear infection last week, and the path to getting her to take her amoxicillin has been torturous. My husband and I have had to pin her down. We've had to pour it in her mouth. We've had to use a syringe to try to get it into her mouth while she's screaming. It hasn't been pleasant for anyone. Then we decided that what would make this a fun game would be if she took her medicine while we each took shots of apple cider vinegar. 
So we have taught our children to take shots with their parents. I'm doing a great job, and so are you. Bye. You are doing a great job. Oh my! First of all, also just a shout out. Good job. I know it goes against all of our instincts to <laughs> force medicine down our children's throat. I mean, mm-hmm. that is one of the hardest things I've ever. That really is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Mm-hmm. It's very fucked up. It's it mm-hmm. is very hard. So I I want to give you a high five, just that you are getting through that. Mm-hmm. And two. Yeah, shots. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, doesn't have to be apple cider, my friend. Um, <laughs> doesn't have to. I mean, that's fair. That's good for like, it's like the, what is that? Like the strength of the hills, right? <laughs> like it's going to like somehow, I don't know, make everybody smarter or more digestive. But that's mm-hmm. a genius. And I highly approve. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's my, uh, fail. Uh, mm-hmm. that is that, okay. Every year we do like a little advent calendar thing. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it's things like go be a nice person, mm-hmm. uh, which is always disappointing to the children. Uh, and next day it might be Christmas socks. Mm-hmm. Also disappointing to at least one child. <laughs> um, and then sometimes it's something good, but Guys, we're like weeks away from being able to move back into our mm-hmm. house and everything is in storage, including the advent calendar. So the fails are, one, it's been very inconsistent. Mm. Two, sometimes I just wander out and I say, I'm the advent, reaching my <laughs> pockets. And like, out, again, outcome disappointing socks, right? Ellis this morning was like, I know what today's Advent's going to be. And I was like, what? And he goes, my holiday show at school. And I said, yeah, it is. Good idea. Anyway, just that tradition that we finally set up and I failed at for years and then nailed for several years in a row is back to being a big, shitty failure. Mm -hmm. But I think we're just going to have Christmas in uh, February. I think we're just going to redo all of our holidays because we weren't in our house. So uh, why not? Who cares? So anyway, again, as always, Biz continues to ruin Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) All Uh, right. Tell me, Austin. Yeah. I'm trying to think. It's like, I think the biggest fail I can think of is we, it's, it is, it's holiday season. Yeah. Right. Um, Hiding things from a curious oh. child is hard. It is. And it, it, from a tall child. Yes, too. curious, tall. <laughs> <laughs> and then me and my partner have opposite schedules. She works nights at a hospital. Um, and I don't. <laughs> because <if> someone <laughs> is here with the child at one point in the day. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and it just... Be, it's I, there, there are several things that the child has... Now that we're not meant to be had until Christmas because oh. I either didn't know, didn't realize it, or they just found it. Found and it, be- it. Be- it's like, you, there's, I, I don't pick your battles, right? But pick your battles yeah. has turned into like, <laughs> do we have something to wrap up? Like, I, they're yeah. still not like old enough to get passage of time, but yeah. it's like the idea of like, I what. It's part of the fun part of have, uh, being a parent. It's like, I want you to open stuff on Christmas. Yeah. 
Not slowly because you found it you and keep ruined finding my it. joy and surprise. Or keep <laughs> like we tried. We did also learn of we cannot have things out stacked under the tree because we will just take it and start opening it now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for sure. We gave for sure. we gave Opal uh, after mentioned Opal her yeah. her toys already like oh. just went right in the bag and we're like Opal <laughs> <laughs> it was like nice good yeah this is great this is good good uh, this is so I'm so glad that she has three bags of dog toys now around my house that was definitely the plan <laughs> they are gonna be so crushed yeah. Opal is gonna be so sad on Christmas. <laughs> You've ruined Christmas yeah. with Opal. Yeah, I have, I, I have yeah. Uh, learned. Uh, oh yeah, the heart. Well, because last like last year wasn't a big deal. Yeah, well, yeah, because they're like barely sentient. Yeah, this year is like walking, talking, grabbing stuff, and I'm like, oh, yeah. this is why growing up, yeah. my tree had nothing under it until under like, it. Yeah. you know, because I remember like teenage Christmases and yeah. something like, stuff was out. But yeah, then yeah, I thought yeah, back yeah. to like when I was a kid, my siblings were kids. I was like, that's why mom would have me put the presents out when my siblings were kids yeah. overnight. I was always like, that's so weird. Why are they just in the basement? Oh, because they'll just take oh, them. They'll just they'll be like, them. this has my name on it. Like you taught me yeah. how to read. This is mine. Well, oh, no, yeah. not until Christmas. Mm. Mm, yeah. No, <laughs> nope, not how kids work. Not our natural instincts. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Well, you're doing a horrible job with Christmas, Austin. (laughs) Congratulations. Don't put it on a message board. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Biz. Quick fail. Um, Three baths in a row. I have started the bath water, forgotten to flip the switch that plugs the tub. Three in a row. I just, I just uh, hate the environment, apparently, and I never want my children to be able to bathe. This is what my actions say to me. Thanks. Bye. Love you. Um, I love you. Also, yes, definitely. This don't ever share this publicly <laughs> because that you are you hate the environment, right? You have. Ju- oh my God, I'm that. Ah, yes, you're one. Ruining the environment. Good job. Uh, two, I mean, is it even hot by the third or fourth time? Right? So by the time you do remember, it's probably cold. And I'm just going to assume that when you say three times in a row, it's the same day, like within the same hour. Mm-hmm. That it's not like spread out over like, like oh, this bath just didn't work today. <laughs> just not going to take it today. We'll try again tomorrow, which is very much the motto in our house. We'll just try again tomorrow. Um, you're doing a horrible job. Austin, don't you agree? They're just, yeah. how dare they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, what What else? How could yeah. you? How could you? How could you? <laughs> how could you? That's, that's the name of a new podcast. How could you? How could you? I can't believe you. <laughs> well, you're doing a horrible job. Santa will bring you nothing. Not that I know if you even believe in Santa, but Santa is going to like find you regardless of your belief system and be like, Cole, 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 which then makes me think of Ninjago. Austin, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday. And I look forward to more mysteries being solved. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I uh, love being here. You are the 
greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Factor. Woo, it's the holidays! There's too much to cook and not enough time to cook. Or you're spending all your time cooking the one big meal, but you didn't have time to cook yourself any of the regular little meals that you need throughout the day. You can skip all that extra meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, and get Factors fresh, never frozen meals delivered to your door. They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Maintaining regular groceries and regular meal schedules is not easy. And having the factor meals really allowed us to have healthy, delicious food at the ready when we needed it. Head to factormeals.com badmother50 and use code badmother50 to get 50% off. That's code BADMOTHER50 at factormeals.com slash BADMOTHER50 to get 50% off. Throughout history, sirens have captured men's attention, enticed men with their feminine wiles, and fulfilled men's primal needs. The sirens allure uh, persists. They have not. Unless the primal need is I need to be smashed on the rocks. Yeah, sm- smash me. Smash me, mommy. Smash me, mama. I smash me, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> The sirens alert. <laughs> Why do we strand- do this to ourselves? Strand me, baby. Strand, strand me, me, baby. So yeah, this is my brother, my brother, and me for maximum fun on Mondays. It's just like that. Just like that, but more. It's just like that, but more of it. There's, there's just more of that. All right, everybody. It is time to listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, Biz. This is a rant. Um, I'm calling because I'm tired of people saying just a mom. I'm tired of people assuming that being a mom is somehow less than being anything else, having a job, having a career, whatever. I hate it when people say, oh, you're just a mom, or, oh, you just want to be a mom. No. (laughs) Being a mom, being a parent is the hardest job in the world, and it doesn't matter. You know what? That doesn't even matter. The degree of, of hardship that you experience in a job doesn't make your job more or less than another job. It's a choice. It's a choice that we can make, and I just hate that term that that we all use and it's it slips out and it's just awful and pervasive in our society and that i hate that i hate that you can hear people say oh i'm just a mom or oh she's just a mom or some people just want to be a mom and you know what why 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 do we have the just there why why is it there because it just adds this this ugh. I don't know. It it just bothers me, and I guess I'm. Oh, I was a little bit bothered by um, the podcast you did with Sadia Khan, 
um, who is doing amazing work, but she said it so often that, you know, she wanted a career and everything. She didn't want to just be a mom. And I just, <laughs> it, it just really bothered me. So I just, I guess I'm saying just now all the time to, you know, when you say a word over and over again and then you, you realize that you're saying it all the time, it's, I'm having one of those moments. It's late. Um, but anyway, I'm calling to say that I wish we would stop saying just a mom or just a dad because parenting is hard and we're all doing a great job and we should stop um, feeling like it's something less than other things. Anyway, we're all doing a great job. Bye. Okay. First of all, you are doing a great job and you're right. You know, that is one of the things that comes out of these conversations we have with guests every week. We all are saying things that we are not aware have an impact. We're all trying to be better than the problem, but also we add to the problem without knowing it. And the just a mom, I'm with you. The just a mom thing is totally, you are, you are not wrong. You're not wrong. And I know I, I, to give some grace to all the different language that we sometimes use, I will say that because culturally and historically, we tend to give female-bodied people really two narratives, right? You either are career-driven and hate, I don't know, family, <laughs> or you have given, quote-unquote, given up a career uh, to have a family. Um, and, you know, one is seen as good, one is seen as bad, but the bottom line is they are both very two one dimensional as it were and they all stem from this notion that the work that we do as parents is worthless and i am going to so i have been listening to uh this go look up petty seeger uh, she was a songwriter and performer very, 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 very long ago when people were definitely not writing about women's roles. Um, and one of my favorite songs by her is Lady, What Do You Do All Day? And she sings, I got no time to be standing here gossiping. I got no time to be answering. Beds need making, the dishes need washing, and then to me, dusting and polishing, scrubbing and sweeping and sewing and cleaning and cooking and ironing. Are you listening? I'm a production line all by myself. Only my wages are missing, right? And I, I it just, it hits me very deeply because she is questioning this thing that we all are questioning all the time. What is my value? And we have not placed a lot of value on the work that goes on within a home. And it is, we all know it's a lot, male, however you identify, whatever role you take on in your home, 
if you are the person who is at home, (laughs) then there is a shit ton of work that you are doing that you are not getting paid for. And we we don't even pay professional childcare workers uh, well. We don't pay teachers well. We don't anything associated with uh, our children gets paid jack shit, starting with us. And so, yes, just a mom, it is insulting. And I think if we can try to focus on the fact that everybody who's got a kid in their house or who is taking care of aging parents or other family members, the amount of work that that is, there is no just before it. And if you also are working outside of the home, you still are working at home too, right? Like it, it, some, of, some are doing two to three jobs on top of the just a mom work or just a dad work, or just a parent work. It's deeply unfair. It is deeply rooted in our society and how we talk to each other. And just as we have all worked so hard around language regarding inclusivity with our children and all of the new language we learn when it comes to bodies that we can share and speak about with our children. Uh, We need to work on the language with how we address ourselves and each other as adults. And I am so sorry that one of our conversations made you feel this way. You, that is incredibly fair. It is. And it is important for us to have those conversations. And it's deeply important for you to be able to share the impact of those conversations. And because now it allows us to think about that phrase and what it means and when we use it. I, I still wrestle with how I identify out in the world as a parent. Right? Do I say I'm a mom when I was just home with the kids only when they were babies? Is that I like the shame and weirdness about saying it? That's so fucked up. Right? So I just want you to know that you are more than just a mom. You are more than just an employee somewhere. You are more than just a volunteer. You are more than just the room parent. You are more than just the wife. You are more than just the partner. You are more than just, you know, the person melting down at Target uh, in the candle aisle. You are more that we are all more than just the one thing that people may see us as. And we should go out and work really hard at trying to see all of those different levels, okay? You are doing a remarkable job. And I really appreciate you calling and sharing that because you are not alone. Everyone, you're all doing a great job. The holidays are here. It is one of the most magical and one of the most fucked up times of the year. And whether you're nailing it or ruining it, (laughs) I hope you know 
that you're not alone and that you are doing an amazing job and that I see you and I hope all of you can find a little time to hide in the bathroom, listen to something that you like, get something to put in your stocking or under your pillow or whatever. Just get yourself something. I don't care what you celebrate. Get yourself a little, a little treat because you deserve it. Because you are not just anything. You are remarkable. And you're doing a good job. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. Are you?